0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the
1: through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we continue our study through the Bible as we begin the book of Numbers. We hope you'll join us now with Pastor Daryl on Simply the
0: Bible. Admittedly, a title like Numbers could scare a person away unless you're a mathematician or accountant. This book is the fourth of the five books written by Moses called the Pentateuch. The original Hebrew name for Numbers meant in the wilderness. In 250 BC, 70 Jewish scholars translated the Hebrew scriptures into Greek, creating what is known as the Septuagint. They gave this book the name Arithmoi, from which we get our word arithmetic. The Greek name means numeri in Latin and numbers in English. It is meaningful because of the two numberings of the people in the book, found in chapters 1 and 26. The first occurred a year after they left Egypt, and the second occurred 39 years later. If we combine the Hebrew title and English title, we get a pretty good idea of what the book is about it speaks of what happened to the children of Israel during their extended time in the wilderness and how their numbers decreased because of their disobedience what was an 11-day journey from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea at the entrance to the promised land took the better part of 39 years it is the record of the journey of the children of Israel tragically Of the over 600,000 fighting men who left Egypt, only two would enter the promised land, Joshua and Caleb. The rest died in the wilderness, never entering the rest that God had provided for them. Numbers has much to say to those of us living under the new covenant about our journey through life. The Apostle Paul wrote in his first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 10, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. All passed through the sea. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. But with most of them, God was not well pleased. For their bodies were scattered in the wilderness Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Then in verse 11, Now all these things happened to them as examples and they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Paul tells us that The things experienced by the children of Israel in the wilderness are examples for us to illustrate in story what we are taught in doctrine. They are written to warn us so that we don't make the same mistakes. Paul wrote so that the church would guard herself from the sin of presumption. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. If Satan can't make us turn from the faith through discouragement, then he'll seek to make us overconfident so that we think more highly of ourselves than we ought. Both sins are fatal. As we journey through the book of Numbers, I will point out these lessons so that we may apply them to our own journey through life. It is our goal to enter His rest, which speaks of victorious Christian living available to every believer in Jesus Christ who will turn from the deceitful desires of the flesh and choose to follow Him. We begin in Numbers chapter 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, in the tabernacle of meeting, on the first day of the second month, in the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Take a census of all the congregation of the children of Israel, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, every male individually, from twenty years old and above, all who are able to go to war in Israel you and Aaron shall number them by their armies. The tabernacle was the place of worship, and it was erected on the first day of the first month of the second year after they left Egypt. And on the first day of the second month, one month later, God told them to take a census of the entire congregation. We observe four things about this. First, they counted obediently. There was nothing wrong with numbering the people. God commanded it, but they had to do it in the prescribed way and with the right motivation. Second, they counted individually. Every male was to be counted. This shows that regardless of how great the multitude may be, God cares about individuals. Jesus said that not even a sparrow falls to the ground apart from our heavenly father taking notice and you are worth more than many sparrows. While these names don't mean much to us, they meant a great deal to God for they were His people. Third, they counted tribally. Each tribal leader was responsible for taking the census for his own tribe. Fourth, they counted purposefully. The purpose of the census was to determine the size of their army. Therefore, only the males over 20 years old were counted. Verse 4 And with you there shall be a man from every tribe, each one the head of his father's house. These 12 tribal leaders were to be with Moses, meaning that they would assist him in the census. We won't attempt to pronounce their names here, but there was one leader from each tribe, chosen and named by God. Verse 17. Then Moses and Aaron took these men who had been mentioned by name and they assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month. And they recited their ancestry by families, by their father's houses, according to the number of names from 20 years old and above, each one individually, as the Lord commanded Moses. So he numbered them in the wilderness of Sinai genealogies were very important in israel a person needed to be able to trace his ancestry back to abraham otherwise he did not inherit god's promises to abraham isaac and jacob for us our pedigree is through christ we have become spiritual children of abraham and heirs to the promises because we share in the faith of Abraham by believing in Jesus Christ how do we know that we're part of the family the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God here are the census numbers for the 12 tribes of Israel Reuben 46,500 Simeon 59,300 Gad 45,650 Judah Seventy four thousand six hundred Issachar fifty four thousand four hundred Zebulun fifty seven thousand four hundred Ephraim forty thousand five hundred Manasseh thirty two thousand two hundred Benjamin thirty five thousand four hundred Dan sixty two thousand seven hundred Asher forty one thousand five hundred Naphtali fifty three thousand four hundred Verse 44, these are the ones who were numbered, whom Moses and Aaron numbered with the leaders of Israel, 12 men, each one representing his father's house. So all who were numbered of the children of Israel by their father's houses from 20 years old and above, all who were able to go to war in Israel, all who were numbered were 603,550. It is estimated that this represents a total population of two to three million people, all camped at Mount Sinai. Think of the provisions of food and water that were necessary to sustain such a congregation. But God miraculously provided everything needed to care for his people. Verse 47, But the Levites were not numbered among them by their father's tribe, For the Lord had spoken to Moses, saying, Only the tribe of Levi you shall not number, nor take a census of them among the children of Israel. But you shall appoint the Levites over the tabernacle of the testimony, over all its furnishings, and over all things that belong to it. They shall carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings. They shall attend to it and camp around the tabernacle. Why weren't the Levites included in the census? They belonged to the Lord and were dedicated to serving him in the tabernacle they were the 13th tribe and not numbered with the rest they were set apart to god and the lord was their portion under the new covenant we who believe in jesus christ are a royal priesthood we also belong to god we are not our own we've been bought with a price We've been called out of this world to minister to God by worshiping him and declaring his good news to others. Verse 51. And when the tabernacle is to go forward, the Levites shall take it down. And when the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levites shall set it up. The outsider who comes near shall be put to death. Only the Levites could draw near to God and touch the holy things. They alone were trusted with the responsibility of transporting the articles of the tabernacle. Any outsider who came near would be put to death. People today who think that they can come to God on their own are deceived. None of us can stand before God on our own merit. No one comes to God except through Jesus Christ because only the blood of Christ cleanses us from sin. But when we have been made, a kingdom of priests to our God through faith in Christ, then we can draw near to God in full assurance and even handle the holy things without fear. Verse 52, "...the children of Israel shall pitch their tents, everyone by his own camp, everyone by his own standard, according to their armies. But the Levites shall camp around the tabernacle of the testimony, that there may be no wrath on the congregation of the children of Israel." and the Levite shall keep charge of the tabernacle of the testimony. Tomorrow we shall see how God configured the twelve tribes around the tabernacle. Each person was to pitch his tent by the standard of his tribe. The standard was an ensign on the top end of a pole for identifying the tribe and providing a place of rallying. It was not a cloth flag, but a figurine of some kind, sometimes an animal. The Levites camped around the tabernacle, which was at the center of the camp. The Lord was their standard. He is Yahweh Nisi, meaning the Lord is my banner. How great is the nation whose God is the Lord? How blessed are the people who have the Lord at the center of the culture? God is for those who give him the place of honor at the center of their lives. And if God is for us, then who can be against us? Keeping God in the center keeps his wrath far from us. It also protects those around us and it keeps us in the place where we can constantly minister to him as his treasured people. Verse 54, thus the children of Israel did according to all that the Lord commanded Moses. So they did. If only the rest of numbers could testify of this obedience, But sadly, that was not the case. For the remainder of numbers is a record of failure. May our lives not read this way, but may it be said of us that we have done all that the Lord commanded us. For truly his commandments are not burdensome. His yoke is easy and his load is light. How blessed we are to be numbered among his people.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the the through-the-Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. They'd really love to hear from you. You can also text them at 208-314-3377 with your questions or comments. Tomorrow we'll see how the Lord organized the way the children of Israel camped and broke camp throughout their wilderness journey. Without a doubt, he is a God of order. We hope you'll join us as we continue our study of numbers on Simply the Bible.